welcome back. Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating, self and body issues. Great to have your company. I have been offline, apart from the recent episode with Professor Ian Hickey. I've been offline for quite some time because I have been um, not only piloting the 4x4 Freedom Express, but looking at a way to put that online and to make it more accessible for whosoever may be interested in trialing that and um, utilizing that. What I want to do today is pick up on something that um, came from last week's episode with Professor Ian Hickey. We were talking about uh, depression and in the Sydney Morning Herald on the weekend there was a great article written by Elizabeth Farrelly called Finding the Black Dog's Spiritual Lead and the digital version said Finding the spiritual dimension in the black dog. And for those of you not from Australia, black dog refers to depression. And I really wanted to pick up on that because it really speaks to something that Professor Ian Hickey was saying and also something that I have discovered to be, you know, incredibly important in bringing to the table when talking about the eating disorder problem and the solution to that. I believe a spiritual dimension um, is really a very important thing to explore and to include. And what I mean by that is, you know, we are more than just flesh and blood. We exist, I believe, in more than just a material world. And people will come at this with their own way of thinking. But what I want to do is just pick up on a couple of things that um, Elizabeth said in her article and just let you know about a resource that you can go to my website and find. It's a video called A Spiritual Dimension in Anorexia and Eating Disorder Recovery. You can go to my website and download that. It's a video and uh, you can have a look at that. And I think it's just a really good thing um, to consider you know, I certainly have no desire to, I have a particular way of seeing life, a particular worldview, you will have your own, but it's a really important point to think about because what we believe in our heart of hearts really shapes the way we see and do life, how we see these problems, how we respond to these problems, and um, you know, sometimes if we're not aware of that, we can be missing a very important part of the puzzle. So let me just pick up on a few things that Elizabeth said in her article. She was talking about the fact that here in Australia, we live in paradise, yet millions of us are depressed. We we really have a problem in this area, and I'm sure we're not alone on the world stage in this regard. She asked, could it be that depression is not mu not purely a physical sickness, but a spiritual malaise. She says the old name for depression is despair, and that this suggests some loss of connection, of relationship with nature, place, or God, a loss of the sacred. And, you know, I just thinking back to what Professor Ian Hickey talked about, the fact that one of the most protective factors in uh, mental health is social connection. And, you know, in many ways, we have become more disconnected over the last 50 years. And he speaks to that quite powerfully and, and says this is a really important thing for us to be considering in terms of how we help people move forward, all of us, because we will all struggle on different days with different, um, different nuances of anxiety and depression, low mood, um, anxious mood. 
these are mental health issues and they exist on a spectrum as does physical health issues from optimal health to problem health to clinical problems both in the mental health realm and also in the physical health realm um, yeah so loss of connection Elizabeth Farrelly is touching in on that as well and she goes further to ask um, she talks about the fact that you know the usual answer when we're struggling is medication and talk and so you might see a therapist or a counsellor and the, you've got talk therapy and that can be really important to unpack and explore what's going on for you to put your stuff out on the table and have a empathic sympathetic um, non-judgmental person a safe place a person who cares help you unpack and process what's going on in your world help you get a different perspective on it and that's part of what talk therapy is about the other aspect she talks about is medication which of course professor ian hickey was talking about as well and you know really important because as she talks about some of her friends find that they can't go to work or pay school fees they just you know can't stay on the treadmill of life um, without that medication support and I quite like the fact that she refers to the treadmill you know she talks about the treadmill of life and so sometimes we're just kind of in that functional zone and we're just working so hard to keep functional but we're kind of I'm paraphrasing and actually using my own language here we are sometimes treading water or really working hard on the surface to we're not really looking at those deeper issues that 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 I believe are relevant for all of us things that have to do with our sense of place as she said um, our sense of connection our maybe a loss of connection of relationship with nature with place or God a loss of the sacred a loss of family connection community connection these are really issues that we all struggle with in different ways and so anyway let me just uh, come back to some of the things she's talking about in this article um, she, sp she speaks about the fact that in the 18th century when the mind-body interaction was being formulated as a problem Descartes postulated that the pineal gland was a mysterious black box where mental things like ideas feelings perceptions translated into physical things like body chemistry and muscle action she says that modern medicine has resolved this by pretending it's all physical but she says and I love this we still don't know how atoms and molecules generate laughter and poetry we see that a connection exists but not how it works or why and I love that because you know beyond what we know in science I believe and I think she alludes to it that there is something deeper for us to consider and it is a spiritual dimension it is that deeper stuff and she talks about it as being the mind and by that she includes intellect soul spirit intellect being thinking analyzing spirit being the big universal life force call it God or nature in which we are steeped and soul being the personal part of that with identity and yearnings of its own so she talks about that spiritual dimension and I just want to let you know I believe the spiritual dimension is a really important uh, part of both the problem and also the solution 
and I have a way of seeing and working with eating disorders, you can come to my website and you will find from at both the support page and also the front page, you can check out a video, you can log in and check out a video there. It's just a free map model, it's a way I see and work with eating disorders. It includes that spiritual dimension and I think that's a really important part of the puzzle to include that. We may have different ways of seeing that, no doubt we will, but just to put it on the table, to unpack it, to explore it, to ask the question, what does this mean for you? How does this impact your world and your life and the way you see and deal with the problems that you are encountering? You know, I reference an article by Stephen Towles, a well-respected doctor in the area of eating disorders here in Australia. I reference his article, Religiosity, Spirituality in Relation to Disordered Eating and Body Image Concerns, a Systematic Review. So this is a great article that I reference as part of the 4x4 Freedom Express when I look at exploring this spiritual dimension. Um, and one of the things that he and his colleagues found is that strong and internalized religious beliefs coupled with having a secure and satisfying relationship with God were associated with lower levels of disordered eating, psychopathology and body image concern, whereas a superficial faith coupled with a doubtful and anxious relationship with God were associated with greater levels of disordered eating, psychopathology and body image concerns. Now, interestingly, I can vouch for both of those findings in my own um, struggle with an eating disorder. You know, I had two very different experiences and understandings of God and faith growing up. One was helpful, one was not. The, the unhelpful one led me into the path of disordered eating and the helpful one actually led me out and really helped me to recover my life. So it's a really interesting um, thing to consider and so just to recap for you, there's two things that you may like to access um, just to follow up this idea of exploring a spiritual dimension to the problem of eating disorders, disordered eating. One is simply a map and a model that explores how I see and work with eating disorders, including that spiritual dimension. As I said, if you go to the front page of my website or the support page, michellesparks.com, you can um, just log in and view a video on that. So that's one thing you can do. The second thing you can do is you can actually go to a page michellesparks.com forward slash spiritual dimension and you can download a video there for free and it's just um, a teaching around exploring, unpacking that spiritual dimension, referencing that article by Dr. Stephen Towers and colleagues, and just looking at that protective factor in terms of disordered eating psychopathology. So leave you with that thought. Um, much more to say on these issues, but great to be back in the podcasting seat and love your feedback. Any questions, please do subscribe, rate, review the podcast. And particularly if you do have questions, look, I don't care if you agree with what I say, you like it, you hate it, let me know. Um, I really just want to have more dialogue and really help us together think about ways to move forward, respecting one another's different points of view and looking at how we can move forwards into ways that are more health promoting and life 
affirming. So with you in that journey, Michelle Sparks signing off and until next time, travel well. Yeah.